Welcome back to the next episode of Pop Topic. We are going to be pulling another draft here, the first one of 2024 that we are at least recording, uh, and we will be releasing this in a couple of weeks' time. But we are going to be talking about the Oscars. You know, the Oscars is coming up soon. A couple of weeks after this drops, we will be seeing all the big winners of all these big categories, Best Picture, Best Actor, even best song. I know Tristan loves that category, but we're going to be talking about one category in particular. We randomized all 23 of the categories for the big night, and we're going to be drafting one specific category. And to break down all things cinematography and the best thereof, we have Andrea and Tristan. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. How are you doing? You know, I'm sitting here with a coffee, sitting here with a draft list. I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Andrea? Yeah, no, I'm doing good. Excited for this podcast, definitely. Yeah, so here we are talking all things Oscars, but specifically cinematography. And before we dive into this list, what was your guys' thoughts on the cinematography nominations here? We're only drafting noms or winners of this category. Uh, what was your guys' thoughts on us getting this of the 23? Do you think we kind of got one of the big ones, or do you kind of think we got one of the snoozers? No, cinematography is always I, probably one of the more important awards, one of the better awards, you know? Typically five of the movies nominated are almost always five of the Best Picture uh, nominees, or, or four of them at least are Best Picture nominees, and, you know, one sort of maybe snub from the Best Picture category. Uh, typically, if I look through the list here, most of the time, by and large, there are five pretty pretty fantastic movies nominated for Best Cinematography. Typically, they are pretty... Pretty artsy fartsy films that get nominated here for the cinematography. So probably probably your, more your speed over my speed overall, Quentin. But I, uh, by and large, some pretty good movies being nominated here. That's right. We're in my turf now. <laughs> yeah, that's why when I was going through them, honestly, I was having a really hard time finding like ones for the worst categories. I felt like that was kind of a struggle for me because, like, honestly. All of them are really good, and that's why they're nominated for cinematography. But yeah, that was just one of my struggles, so I'm really excited to see like what everyone else says as well. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually shocked at how good this category is. Even when they nominate movies that I don't really like, uh, which, you know, th- th- there's always bound to be a couple of noms that you don't necessarily like. Every single nomination for the cinematography branch, it's might be movies I'm not a big fan of, but I take one thing away from that movie, and that's how good the cinematography was, at least. Like, every nomination, or, you know, about 90% of them that's on this list of the films that I've seen, I think they actually deserve the nomination. Like, I think there's, like, a lot of great cinematography nominations here. There's bound to be huge snubs that we're not going to be talking about. There's always going to be some snubs every year, but as a whole, by and large, like... I, I don't have too much of an issue with most of these nominations. So, you know, maybe in a few years' time when we do worst actor nomination or worst song nomination you know we will have a lot more to choose from but the worst section for this is going to be pretty tough it's going to be pretty bare bones to get the worst winner and worst nominee because there's not that many so you know it'll uh, it'll be an interesting uh first draft for the oscar race that we're going to be doing every year but before we get into that I do have the quick results of the big 2024 draft that we did with Hayden where we drafted a total of 90-something movies. I won't go over the winners for each one, 
specifically, but the overall results is Tristan, unfortunately, got last place with only two wins. Aiden got... Only two wins? Only two. I, could, I couldn't believe it myself. You got second a lot, but unfortunately, that doesn't count as any points. Wow. Yeah, I was shocked, too. Uh, Hayden wow. got... Hayden got six. Andrea got 6.5. And I got 7.5. So I won by just a little bit here. But as a whole, uh, it was pretty neck to neck with Hayden, Andrea, and I. It was like one point off. If one of my points went to Hayden, he would have had the edge. Like it was, it was, it was a pretty tight race between the three of us, at least. Wow. Yeah, Andrew took both the poster wins, Tristan. How unfair is that? Devastating. <laughs> Wait, her posters won. The both of her posters. Yeah, Andrew. Really? What, yeah. It, what were they? I did cabin. Not get the well, cabin for first, best. Second worst. I thought we had the second worst one. I had the worst one, but hers was pretty bad. What was yeah. the best one though? Uh, yeah, she'd knock at the cabin for best and plane for worst. Knock at the cabin? Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Ridiculous. I couldn't believe it either, not gonna lie. The green poster is so creatively designed. It is incredible. And freaking knock at the cabin one. What was Whoa. your poster again? I forget. What was your best one? The Scream Subway poster. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Scream one is good. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. That's true, because I, I assume they went for knock at the cabin because it's like a very creative design, but yours was also creative, so... So that's the thing. Scream wasn't the most visually appealing, um, but it's easily the most creative. And if you know anything about the movie and the poster, it's super creative. Uh, yeah. But I guess I should have gone with something more visually appealing. I don't know. No. Uh, maybe it's because on the little phone screens when people are voting and they see four photos on one photo, right? Like maybe they couldn't quite tell it was the subway. Like maybe they couldn't really. Yeah, and it's just sort of at that point, like it's very detailed, the dot right? The guy's face. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just too know. detailed. Andrew was just, was just a hand, you know? Nice and simple. Anyways, that was the results for the best of the year, but here we are to talk about all things cinematography. The categories are Best Cinematography Winner, Worst Cinematography Winner, Best Cinematography Nominee, Worst Cinematography Nominee, Classic, which is any nominee that came from 1980 or earlier, Modern, which is any cinematography nominee that came out from 2010 to most recent, and then action, drama, and black and white cinematography. So those are our nine categories here, and the order of the draft is going to be Tristan first, no. I'm second, no. and Andrea is third. I've gotten in the middle like the last couple of times, and I've won the last couple of times. I think I think middle is like where yeah, like middle's I'm, the best. Middle's a good spot. I'm a fan of the I middle. find first always really tough because I never know like which category do you want to take first, especially on a one like this where I don't know there's any locks. I have no idea. I'm gonna go with my first pick here for classic. I don't know if this is the right pick or not. I'm gonna take Apocalypse now. Oh, dang, that's a good one. That was uh one of mine I definitely wanted. So I think that was a pretty good. I think nineteen seventy nine, so right at the cutoff for classic. That's fair. That is fair. Have you seen Apocalypse Now, Trust? I have not. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, oh, I'm gonna be honest. I have seen like maybe two of the movies on my list. Here. <laughs> oh wow. Damn. I think I've only I'm actually the good movies I've seen. I, uh, I... I maybe I should what pick ones I haven't. That's kind yeah. of what I was going with too, but 
That was a good one to pick if you've never seen it. That was very Oh, cool. yeah. That's, I knew Apocalypse Now was a huge popular film. I know the cinematography is yeah. incredible. I do want to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think of all the classic movies, it's one that I think a lot of people would have seen, right? Even though For I'm sure. sure some of the older movies might be, you know, slightly better cinematography. But, like, yeah. How many people have watched those? Right. Yeah, that's why it's one of the best picks. Because it's one that has incredible cinematography. And it's one that everyone has seen. Or most people. I guess Tristan hasn't. So not everyone. But... Apocalypse Now, really good pick. That was going to be one of my earlier ones. I think the film looks incredible. I still think it's probably my favorite war movie ever. And I think it's mostly because of the cinematography. And also the last 30 minutes is incredible. But, you know, like most war films all kind of look the same, right? They're all like greens and grays and brown because it's all like covered in mud and, you know, just shooting people. So it's just covered in smoke. But Apocalypse Now, with the orange and red in the sky the entire time, like it's, it's stunning. It, it looks incredible. So I think I think that's a good pick for sure. Uh, my pick here, and I don't know if this is the right category for me to put it in, but I will put it in there nonetheless for black and white. Give me Schindler's List. Wow. That was the only one I had written down for black and white. Wow. So rude. So, so rude. <laughs> I wonder. It's won a draft vote before, so, you know, hopefully the Schindler's List people will come back. I think it's going to be a perennial favorite. I think it's going to win most times it's not yeah. drafted. It's freaking Schindler's List. Now. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what movie we put up against it, but I like I thought there was, like, another decent movie against it, and Schindler's List still got, like, 90% of the votes. Like, it's just, just a beloved movie. Yeah, I'm actually super jealous that that one's... What category did you put that in? <laughs> black and white. Wow. Oh, my God. I think it's going to blow any of my other black and white picks away for sure. Man. Blew me away. Still moving. Yeah. Um, give me one moment, guys. I'm just going to be fact-checking my stuff before I pick it just because, like, I didn't do it beforehand. Have you seen Schindler's List, Tris? Of course, of course. <laughs> well, you said you only seen two that you were drafting, so I didn't know. It was, well, uh, that was one of them. Yeah, that's one of the two. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's really good. Have you seen it recently? Uh, I think 2020, I think it was last in a while. I've only seen it Okay, oh, well, yeah, that's pretty recent. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. But when it's technically not black and white, there, she wears a red jacket. It doesn't disqualify <laughs> by category. Yeah, well, I, I, th- I forgot about the red jacket. I thought you were going to say because the last two minutes is in color, right? Oh, right, I guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, there you go. I actually looked up Best Black and White Cinematography, and Poor Things was on the list from this year, and I was like, well, like, 25% of the movie's in black and white. I wouldn't call it a black and white movie. Oh, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. So, Hey, yeah. Maestro's black and white, if you want to vote for that one. Which one? Maestro. Yeah, oh, but it's not cinematography, yeah. is it? Oh, no, it was, wasn't it? Uh, I think it is. It is. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, see, like, that's the wall where, like, you know. It's good cinematography, but, it, it, you know, there's better movies. There's a better pick, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so I get, I get two picks here, right? Two picks. All right, so yeah. I already fact-checked both, both of these. So I'm going to go ahead and just put one in Best Cinematography Winner of all time. Um, and I'm going to go with Dune. Best of all time. There you go. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. The shots were great. Yeah, I I don't see how this couldn't be a shoe in for winning this category. It's also just a movie people have seen and people like cinematography, so it's good. Love it. 
Just because that the second, second one coming out here soon, so there's, you know, marketing and buzz around the second one coming out. That's true. Yeah, yeah. the second one's uh, coming out. Have you guys seen the popcorn buckets for the second one coming out? Yeah. The popcorn <laughs> buckets are incredible. Yeah, yeah, if we ever did, like, an actual pop topic episode, which we haven't done in a while, that, that would have been, like, one of the top topics, because I can't believe that they were making that popcorn bucket. I think I might get it. I've never got a popcorn bucket before. But I agree. If there's a popcorn bucket I'm going to get, it's going to be that one, because it's so funny. <laughs> This one's incredible. It's fantastic. And it's for ma- a great movie. So, you know. That's right, yeah. yeah. Tristan, was this going to be one of your picks? Was this your second one? Uh, I I do have that one written down. Yeah, I had under action, though. Not best. Which is an interesting oh, category to put it in. Yeah. See, I thought about putting it in action, but then I looked it up on Letterboxd and it didn't have action listed under the genre, so I didn't put it there. That's, that's fair. I would consider it an action movie, that, That's though. what I was thinking, too, at first, to be honest with you. Okay, so my second pick, I am going to go with a classic film because I think this one could be a potential shoo-in, but maybe not just because... Against Apocalypse Now? Oh, I forgot he already picked this category. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put it in this category. Let's go. Because I think if you have seen an older film, this is an older film you would have saw just because overall it is amazing, it is so good, and it just... A lot of people, like, if you're going to watch a black and white film, this is the one to watch. So I'm going to go with 12 Angry Men. Best courtroom movie ever, or close to. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Thank you. Surprised you put up against Apocalypse Now instead of Schindler's List, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a tough call there, right? You're running no either, I don't know if it's going to beat either of them. I might have tried to. That's what I'm saying. She's running no buzzsaw either way. Yeah. Maybe you could have stuck it in drama. Maybe drama. Instead. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Because this is really good yeah. cinematography, but it's like cinematography that you would appreciate when you're watching it, but like when you think of cinematography, it might not be the first thing you're thinking of. There's no grand visual so- yeah. shots that you're yeah. You know what but, I mean? Like, this is always fantastic, but it's very toned down. Yeah. But I think the cinematography is like incredible because at the beginning of the movie, it's more wide shots and the closer. The film gets into figuring out the truth. It's more like the shots get closer yeah. and closer to everyone's faces to make it feel more like you're like in the heat of the moment. Like it feels way more intense the closer the movie goes because the shots yeah. are closer to their faces. Like the, so, they slowly and, start zooming oh. in on everyone when they're talking. Yeah, and honestly, for my picks this time, I'm just gonna do films that I genuine genuinely like as well. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't That's have really a lot cool. of time to make my list, but so most of these are gonna be films that I just really like. And 12 Angry Men's a banger. It is. Absolutely. Should I put it in modern or should I go against Dune with best winner? I'm going to go for modern. Uh, for modern, I'm going to be doing a film that I have drafted twice already on uh, multiple drafts of this podcast. And it has won both times. So let's see if I can go for a three-peat here. Give me Blade Runner 2049. I was just about to take that. And that's why the middle's the best, because I thought Andrew yeah. would take Schindler's List, I knew you would take Blade Runner, so I'm just trying to snag the ones before someone else does, you know? Wouldn't I put it in modern, though? No? Which one would you put it in? Action. Action? Because I was wondering that. I guess it is action. I would have put it in action, too, because I looked at that film. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more like Melodon. Well, that was my you know? pick, right? No, it's your pick, yep. Two and picks. both Dune and Blade Runner are taken off the board for action. <laughs> that's true. So I'm going to run away with action here. And take my boy Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. No, that that's a good one. I actually had this one down third place for action, but now I think it's the definitive winner, because both the other two are taken. 
I think that mechs could have beaten either of them anyway. I, oh, it would have been a toe-to-toe -to -toe battle for yeah. sure, but now that they're taken out, so I don't think it's Right, yeah, yeah really. it should be more of a steamroll. No, I agree, because Mad Max I, I so. is known for its cinematography and it's known for its action, so I think it's a good combo. And I think it's like a great... If you want to make an action movie, you got to look at Mad Max for real. That's how you, you shoot cinema for an action film. It is incredible. All the shots are perfect. Uh, it is, it, yeah. For cinematography for an action film, that's the blueprint right there, in my opinion. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Mad Max yet. Oh, you haven't seen... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But, I've only uh, seen this yeah. one. I've seen, like, the first three or whatever. But I, well, I actually watched the first two, uh, and then I saw. Okay, I heard those weren't as good. Yeah, yeah, they weren't great. That's why I stopped. But, you know, similar to Dune having Dune 2 this year, Mad Max has Furiosa this year. So, you know, you got the perfect time to lot draft this movie. I'm very cautiously optimistic <laughs> so that's why i haven't watched fury road because i knew furious was coming out like two years ago so i was waiting for this I, i'll watch them all and do a podcast on them right so I'll, I'll watch them all this year i'm gonna go for one of the worst categories because i think we've already admit that these ones are gonna be a little slim yep i'm gonna go for worst winner and this is a recent one something is gonna you know people might remember this one remember being disappointed by this one and i'm gonna go with the wet fart that is mink <laughs> That was one of mine I had because I did not like it. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. I think like this one really it got nominated for a whole bunch of awards, and then it kind of realized that it had no steam to win any of these big awards. And it kind of felt they felt obligated to give it one. And it was black and white, which you know the cinematography branch loves black and white movies in the Oscars. So I think they kind of just gave it to it out of obligation, uh, rather than because it was actually good. Uh, and I think that's the way uh, the audience are going to vote. Yeah, make make is a really good pick. Yeah. I, uh. Did I have it on my list? It was on mine. I, I didn't have it on my list. Just because I actually do really like the cinematography for it, but. The cinematography's yeah. fine. It is the best part of the movie, but that's not saying much. I agree. No, it is the best part, which isn't saying much, because I do think it's unfortunately not a great movie. And it, it's still. Oh, but sorry, it was about Amanda Siegfried's performance. She was great. And it, it's still crazy to me that Mank got more wins than Citizen Kane, the movie was based on. That's insane. Like, that's... I'll never... Like, I, I can't... I, I'll never forgive the Academy for that. It's more so a knock against Citizen Kane than Mank. Like, two wins for Mank isn't, like, crazy, but the fact that Citizen Kane only got one win... I think it says a lot. It, it does say a lot. It really does. Uh, the fact that the Academy at the time didn't appreciate Citizen Kane, but a movie appreciating Citizen Kane, they'll be like, oh, yes, we too trust this guy. Even if it's a subpar film. We love it. It's yeah. so big and famous now that any movie even related to it is going to get several noms and win. Yeah. So, you know, I, I do think that's pretty indicative of the Academy's mindset. I was really nervous you were going to pick this one movie, Tristan. And maybe I should pick it now, but I don't think Andrew's going to pick it. So I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to wait till it comes back around to me, and I'll hold off on that. So a different pick that I'm going to do. For best winner... Going against Dune here, so I think maybe I still have a chance. I'm going to pick a film that Andrew and I discussed before the podcast, even started recording. It's a movie that neither of us really love, but it is considered one of the greatest films visually ever, especially in the 1970s, where it competed against heavy hitters like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Jaws, and it came out victorious. We have one of the greatest looking movies, at least, of that decade. I'm going to pick Barry Lyndon. What? 
I actually had that one down for this category as well because I looked up best cinematography movies of all time, and this one was number two. Yeah, it's 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 considered one of the best. I uh, it's but in group you didn't pick number one, so I'm gonna win. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the film does look really great. It's the I, I don't love the story. Uh, the screenplay is good, but as a whole, the beauty of Barry Lyndon is you pause the movie at any point in time, and it looks like a Victorian era painting. Like it just looks like a painting you could see in someone's like living room. Just every shot is looks like you're just looking at a painting. That's just how the movie looks. It's visually stunning. So yeah, I think cinematography wise, I think it's a pretty strong contender. I don't think that many people have seen it. Dune's probably still going to win, but I want to put it somewhere. And I was kind of, I was like, I don't really know where else I'm going to put it here. Like classic, but Apocalypse Now is just a lock for that. So that's my pick, Barry Lyndon. All right, Andrew, you get two picks here. Wow, I just feel so disorganized for this podcast. I'm sorry, one moment. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go for a category that hasn't been done yet. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and do Worst Nominee, um, just because there's nothing there yet. And I feel like, the, like Tristan said earlier, those categories, there's kind of slim pickings. Because honestly, all these films are really great. That's why they were nominated for Cinematography. Um, and I'm going to go with The Assassination of Jesse James. Oh. What? Well, that's only half the title. you got to finish it. What is the rest? Oh, I thought that was it. The longest title ever, I swear. It's like seven words. <gasps> the Assassination of Jesse James by one. By, by the coward by Robert, the coward Ford. Robert Ford or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long one. I didn't even realize it was that long. So I actually watched this movie. Did you watch? Did we watch this together? Uh, yeah, yeah. We were on a podcast for a um the supporting actor, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all watched this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I just I don't know. The cinematography is good, but the storyline just fell really flat for me, and it was a very, very long movie. And I think that's kind of why it really lost like my disinterest. So I don't it's know what really you guys long. thought about it. It was it was good, but it was so long. Yeah, yeah it's just um, really long. But man, the fact that this No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood were all nominated in the same year, that feels like a pretty strong year. Yeah, it's a pretty good year. I thought the cinematography in this movie was was great. Uh, the rest of the movie I felt it was it was it was too. And yeah, the main the, yeah. the main character would be good, but I didn't I didn't love it, you know? I, yeah. I thought it was good. It's one of those it examples where uh, the movie itself isn't the best, but the cinematography is Phenomenal. I think that this film looks really good. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, actually, I'm looking at it now on the Wikipedia page. It's the same cinematographer as No Control Men. He did two in one year. Yeah. It's like oh, one yeah. of my favorite cinematographers. He's the best. Yeah. Well, he, he did Blade Runner 2049, which you already also picked. I love this guy. All right. Andrew gets another pick here. Okay. What do we have? We don't, I don't want to do drama yet. Drama and Best Nom are the only two categories we haven't done. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do action. Um, I don't know. I feel like Mad Max Fury Road might have me beat, but I'm just going to go ahead and put something in there and I'm going to go ahead and go with, um, I think a director that's really great at cinematography and I'm going to go uh, with Dunkirk. I watched this movie this last year, 2023, and I actually really, really liked it. I just like how it followed all three storylines throughout the war, and I thought it was like a really great take um, on it as well. That's it good is a good cinematography. I'm surprised you picked that Nolan film out of all of them. 
Honestly, I had a, I have a lot of Nolan films on my list because I was looking at it and I was like, wow, I have a lot from Christopher Nolan. Also, I'm not too surprised because Andrew loves yeah. Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk? Okay. Yes. Is it your favorite Nolan movie? I was my first or no, no, my first is um, and this one was on my list as well. But then I looked it up and the website lied to me. I wanted to pick Interstellar for something. That's my favorite Nolan movie. Um, and then Dunkirk, I think, is my second. That's fair. All right, my pick here. When Andrew said she was picking something for worst nominee, I got really nervous. I was like, "Oh no, was I playing too close to the fire? Is she about to take it." But she took a movie that looks fantastic. So, you know, wow, way to shit on. She me. joked a little, but <laughs> I'm gonna pick best nominee before Tristan maybe will take this one because when I look Wait, at all the nominees nom- for the Oscar category cinematography, there was one that just stuck out like a sore thumb and I, I, I couldn't believe it. So I went to the official Oscar page to double check and sure enough, it was nominated. Give me Batman forever. I've never oh, even wow. seen that. Why would I pick it? I don't know. <laughs> that one's bad, but there's worse. There's a- <laughs> I just like of all the nominees, like, that one blows my mind. I can't like that. Just does not feel like an Oscar nominee. Like good for them. I don't remember the cinematography being anything special, but maybe there's something unique to it that I just don't remember. Because the fact it got nominated, like this is not an Oscar movie. I don't know how it ended up going there, but there you go. All right, two picks for you, Trust. All right. No point in worst nom then, because obviously no one's going to pick any of the worst noms. For- no. Uh, so I will. Uh, no one's on drama yet, so I'm going to go drama. I have not seen this film, but it's listed number one for Best Cinematography winner, so I might as well take it. And I'll take Lawrence of Arabia. Never seen it. It's really freaking long. That's all I know. Quentin's not yeah, seen it Yeah, that's my one concern. I'm worried that maybe not enough people have seen it, but I, uh, I don't know. It's on top of all the lips, so it's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I Oh, know. yeah, for sure. It is. Uh, for my second pick. I've heard nothing but good things about this movie. Yeah, like, all I've ever heard is good things. It's just really long, like, four hours long, I think. Yeah. Close to, yeah. Yeah. Best nom that no one's done yet at all. Modern, which Quentin has Blade Runner. Black and White, which Quentin has Schindler's List. Both of those are feeling pretty strong. Blade Runner and Schindler's List. Hell yeah. I do have one other Black and White move. I don't know if it'll be that. Pick a coward. Coward. Should I? You can do best nom. No it didn't even nom. win. It's also I also have a doubt for best nom. But it technically didn't even win. Yeah, I'm gonna go for best nom. I don't think it's gonna be Schindler's List. Nah, fuck it. I'll put it in black and white. <laughs> All right. So my category for black and white, uh, I'll take Psycho. Oh, that's a good one. Easily the best cinematography I think of any horror movie ever. Uh, really changed the game for the way horror movies are shot. Was that nominated? It was nominated. It Damn, did not win, though. I'm a fool. I didn't have it on my list at all. That's a good, I think I'm that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah, that movie looks great. Damn. Didn't even have it on my list. Moral. Yeah, it, it didn't win. Now, can anyone here name the one that beat it? I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even know uh, what yeah, competed that year. Uh, what, what movie beat it? Uh, Sons and Lovers. Sons and Lovers. Never heard of it. Yeah, I can't knock it until I watch it, I guess, so. I'm sure it sucks. Poo-poo the pick yet, but yeah, it doesn't sound like it's uh, the best pick here. No. All right. I'm going to go for best nominee, and I'm going to pick the film 
that I think is one of the greatest movies of all time, and I'm going to go with Grand Budapest Hotel. It's like you knew what I was writing down whenever you said that. I literally wrote <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel. Were you worried I was going to pick that? No, I'm just kind of running out of options, and oh. I'm running out of spaces to wow. put Grand Budapest Hotel, and I would have liked to have it. So I was like, well... I could have put it in there or drama, but since Tristan just put Arabia there, I was like, I guess I'll go for Nam, you know? I'll figure out drama later when I get there. I didn't even know if either of you guys were eyeing that one, but I was like, oh, I'll throw it in. I just wanted to make I sure wasn't. that before I ran out of spots, because the only spots left would have been Nam or drama. So, you know, I was kind of running out of spots for that pick. So that's going to be my choice. Okay. Andrew, you get two on the board now. All right. Give me just a moment, guys. Man, this Roger Deakins guy is nominated every step 2016. He wasn't nominated that. Yeah, Roger Deakins, Deakins is considered one of the greatest cinematographers of all time. I, I love him. He's, uh, I, I also yeah, really love him. Prisoners, Unbroken, Sicario, Blade Runner. Like, man's prolific. Good for him. Not the past couple of years, though. Maybe it's like, oh, no, he was nominated last year. Never mind. Didn't watch that one, though. Yeah, I also love Roger Deakins because he did the majority of the Coen Brothers movies. Oh, okay. he's a big Cohen guy. He did. I'm looking up the list here. No Kitchen for Old Men, obviously. Big Lebowski, Fargo. Oh, brother, they haven't though. In a while, have they? Hmm. Well, they did the Tragedy of Macbeth like two years ago. Oh right, I forgot that was them. Yeah, it feels weird for them. It feels pretty out, like not like the rest of their stuff. Yeah, they, well, they've been sh- shaking up their style a lot. They still mostly have it as a comedy, and Tragedy of Macbeth was just not comedy at all. So yeah, that one definitely sticks up the most. They, uh, they haven't made anything in a while. They uh, were supposed to have a movie that came out last year, but now it's coming out this year. I believe it's coming out in February. Oh, okay. So they have one coming out soon, then. Yeah, they have one coming out soon. Uh, it's only they by one of the Coens. The Coens split up. Right. They're making their own movies. They split uh-huh. up. Yeah, they're no longer the No Coen longer brothers, brothers right? That's right. That's so they make Ooh. their own movies. So one of the Coens is releasing a movie called Drive Away Dolls. Oh. That's coming out in February, I believe. Maybe like 10 years' time to get back together with the Jonas Brothers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, too, look at the Coen Brothers as the Jonas Brothers, so that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, um, I'll go ahead, and for Modern, what do we have? Blade Runner. Um, okay, so for Modern, I'm going to pick one that falls... Like, at the very beginning of it, one that I really liked when I first watched it, and it kind of just, like, stuck in, it stuck in my head. Um, and I think a lot of people have seen it. It might have been a while since they've seen this, but I'm going to go for Black Swan for Modern. Black I haven't seen that one yet. You've never seen Black Swan? No, but I think I'd like it. Yeah, I, I think really you would, good. too. Do you like Whiplash? I love Whiplash. It's kind of like Whiplash for Women. Yeah, I heard that. It's a ballet <laughs> instead of drumming. I thought you said you watched it because your mom had you guys watch it. Yeah, I thought we watched it with my As mom. As a family, yeah. No, I didn't watch that with you. I think I was working that day or something. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I didn't watch that. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen Black Swan. Yeah, you like fair, it. Fair, fair. All right, and then let's see my other category. We only have one in worst. Yep. One in best. And then drama in black and white. I think I'm going to hold off on black and white. Um, Honestly, I'm just going to go ahead and do my worst. And like I said, this movie we watched, um, it's actually really good. 
A lot of these I'm putting for worse for honestly just because the runtime of the movie was it was too much for me to handle. Um, and I'm gonna go with Gandhi. Gandhi for worst winner. Damn. <laughs> I like that movie too. I feel like you think I'm doing really bad, but it is what it is. Yeah, I had three picks for worst winner, and you guys didn't pick any of them, so uh, I'm chilling. Mink wasn't one of your three. No, that was one of my three. That was the one I wanted yeah. to pick, but then Tristan picked it. It's the stinkiest of all the winners. It really is. And a recent one that people would vote for. Yeah, it's know. a good pick because people like aren't huge on the movie and they know it. It is a good pick, but I just liked the cinematography for that one. So I, it just wasn't on my list. You know? It was just three that I just don't think look good. The cinematography wasn't actually good, Quentin. It was just black and white. No, there's good shots. It, it looks decent. Every movie has good shots. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't say every movie has a good shot. I wouldn't say uh, Batman Forever has a good shot, but you know, maybe a good shot in the head when I finish watching it. But. Oh my god, so dramatic. Besides from that, I don't know. All right, all right, quit the your turn here. So, what do I have? The worst winner I can hold off now. So now speaking classic action and drama. So for best drama, I'm going to pick one of the best looking movies, really the classic era. So maybe I should be putting this in the classic category. Uh, actually, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I will put it in the classic category. For classic, I'm going to do one of the best films overall, but also just aesthetically and with its incredible camera shots. I'm going to be picking not Mank. But Citizen Kane. Oh, okay. Yeah. That might actually win this one. That was actually good. Was it nominated? It was nominated. My only issue with Citizen Kane... Well, I have no issue with it. I really think it's one of the best-looking films of the first 50 years of filming. Like, I, I, I think the movie still holds up today. It's that fucking good-looking. Like, the... Mm. It's the first film to do, like, overshots and undershots to, like, give perspective of, like, strength within different characters. Like, like this film does stuff that no other movie even thought of at the time. It was groundbreaking in every way for cinematography. The only reason it took me this long to pick it, it would have been my, one of my first picks, but I still can't forgive the voters for one word quote draft that we did and for one word right. you picked Rosebud and they and didn't vote for, for that to win. Yeah, you're right. That, that was like the lock of all locks. Is Rosebud. That was the lock of all locks. I remember you got to pick first, and you picked that in my but head. Zico, I was like, here's the factor. I picked it. You got to put that <laughs> as the next factor. Yeah, that's true. I could pick yeah. the greatest movie of all time, and I still only you know get half the votes. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they 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 just they could just sense it's you, even though it doesn't have your name anymore. They could just tell. You know, they just don't like the color yeah. yellow. You know, well back then on that one, I think it did have my name on. That's true. Yeah, that one did have your name. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah. That was the only reason why I was waiting so long to pick it, but I do want to pick it. And at this point, I don't think anything's going to win. So it's going to pick ones I like. Uh, but yeah, I'll never forget. Yeah, that's forgive. all I have in That's why I picked Psycho for black and white. Yeah, I'll never forgive them for not picking Rosebud for best one word. Crazy to me. Like, the most iconic one word quote of all time, Rosebud. They didn't even pick it. So I don't think people have seen Citizen Kane, even though it's, pop even though it's well known. I'm going to go for Modern. I guess both have, never mind, I guess both have Modern. What other categories do you guys not both have? Best winner you guys both have? Best nom is the only one that we don't both have. That, that could also be don't so have? many things, right? So. 
Well, I'm going to do best nom here anyway. The whole reason why I took Psycho for black and white is it opens the door for me to take this one for best nom instead. And it's the greatest movie of all time. Of course, it has the best cinematography. The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's true. I guess I wasn't really thinking of that. You're right. Love that movie. See, I love The Dark Knight. So I don't good. love the cinematography in The Dark Knight. Everything Why? in that movie is Are you kidding me? Like, like, no, the cinematography is fine. Oh, come on. <laughs> the cinematography is very good. And obviously the IMAX camera is, uh, is like the main draw for yeah. the cinematography. Because like, yeah, the IMAX shots are incredible. But like, that's only like 10% of the movie. Like, the cinematography is fine. Like, it's a good nomination. But, you know, do I think it's better cinematography than Great Budapest Hotel? Absolutely not. But... It's funny, I picked my favorite movie of all time, and you pretty much picked your favorite movie. Yeah, that's true, okay. yeah. That, that, that is pretty funny. We really are taking best nom seriously. But, in fairness, everyone loves Dark Knight. So you're right, this was, this was a good pick. Everyone loves the Dark Knight, so this was probably a good pick for you to, for you to take. That's good. Oh, I still have worst nom as well. Never mind, I didn't realize I still have worst nom. So still best winner I have to do. Yeah, so Tristan still nom has best winner, worst nominee, and modern. Okay, I'm going to go with Modern. I do believe Blade Runner is going to be tough competition. But if anyone can beat Roger Deakins, it's going to be Roger Deakins. <laughs> and I'm going to take 1917. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought about doing that one. That was a good pick. I like that pick. Uh, it's not going to be Blade Runner, but it, but it's a good pick. I don't think so either, but hey, it's a one-shot. That alone is super impressive. I, you know I, I agree mean? with like, you. Yeah, it's, it's a really good one. I, I've never seen Blade Runner, but every still I've seen from Blade Runner looks gorgeous. But I know that it's not a one-shot, so take that. Take that. Yeah, I remember thinking 1917 was an incredible winner for this category for cinematography. But I, I remember that this is a little bit of a backlash for like this movie. I feel like people overhate it just because it was going to win over Parasite at the time. So like it kind of got like, I don't know. People are like sticklers about this. No, it was such a front-runner, and everyone loves to hate on the big fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think kind of why because it was such a big time everyone started really tearing it down just because they didn't want the big front runner to win it yeah. not because it really deserved a lot of the criticism it was receiving i feel like yeah uh, i mean and it's not better than parasite if that's the argument cinematography is better than parasite i would say but as far as better movie not parasite's the you know best picture yeah serving, so yeah i watched the behind the scenes of them like filming this movie and the cinematography is just absolutely outstanding it's, it's crazy yeah the stuff I didn't really care for in the movie was more like the characters themselves. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're pretty... Yeah, the characters are pretty one-noted. But like when you're doing a one-shot yeah. war film, like that's kind it's of... It's hard not to. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. That's an impossible task. Like You're just there for the incredible cinematography, which is what we got. So I think it's it's a great win. I think the cinematography is fantastic. I don't know if it's better than Blade Runner 2049, but like it's easily like top five of the decade. Like It's that good. Yeah. And I just think Blade Runner is probably the best of the decade. This and Blade Runner are his only two wins for Roger Deacon. At least I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. We'll get to that soon, but yeah, I, I do think that's crazy. Alright, Andrew, you get two picks now. Alright, I have everything else scoped out. I have verified they were nominees for the category. Um, so... Wait, Quentin, isn't it your pick? Did you not go? Oh, wait, oh, wait it's my pick. Yeah, yeah, you're... Oh, sorry. Well, we just started talking. Let's go. Must be her pick. <laughs> Tricked me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel pretty good with this. I'm going to go for action, even though both of you guys have your action pick. I just have so many dramas, and nobody's going to pick my worst winner, so I'm just going to go for the action one. In the off chance, Andrea takes it, because it is black and white, and it is that good that maybe it's going to be nominated... She might pick it for best nominee. 
But I'm going to pick this because even though it's not going to be Mad Max Fury Road, I think this is... Well, actually, wait, sorry. I've never seen Mad Max Fury Road, so maybe that is better shot. I guess I can't really poo-poo that movie just yet. But I think this is one of the best movies cinematography-wise. I think this movie is absolutely gorgeous. I tried to convince Andrea to watch this with me last night. Oh, my night. God! And if she watched it, maybe I would let her take it. But I'm picking Raging Bull. I hate you! That's I literally just worked so hard to make sure that wasn't... Oh, my God. <laughs> was that good? I, I, of course I had That's why I was going to pick it. That was my whole thing about how you're going on about how great this fucking film is. Well, you've never seen it, so you you, you, you might not like the cinematography. I did you a song. Well, I was going to tell you we could watch it today. Oh. Now it's taken off the oh. table because oh, no. you stole it. <laughs> taken off the table. That's what Scorsese, the Nero boxing movie, right? Yeah. I hate you. Now I, I haven't seen that one. I didn't know it was black and white, though. I had no idea. Yeah, black and white. Looks gorgeous. Well, that's not real action, you know. It's not like Mad Max kind of. That. Let me see. I'm gonna make sure Letterbox says it's action. I'm gonna. I'm gonna clarify. That. <laughs> oh, she calling. It is like it's a not action. Movie. No, it's I don't know. action. <laughs> All right. I'll if wait. Hold on. If I take it off, will will we watch it tonight? Wait, but but wait. Is it listed as a drama though? And it, it is listed, listed as, as a drama, drama. and that's where. I, well, I was going to put it in black and white, but yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not going to lose for, for drama. drama. I don't need that for drama. If I take it off, will, will we watch it tonight? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, all right. It's off the board. We're watching it tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. I already wrote it down. <laughs> okay. Well, Tristan, Adrian's going to pick it, so you can just move it over to her list. <laughs> just put an arrow. I don't think I'm going to paperwork squid. Did I put it in the wrong line? <laughs> Are you using pen or, or pencil? I'll use a pen. It's uh, a pin, yeah. I don't think you'd be that mad. Like, embarrassing. <laughs> that, that, it was simple. All right, well, give me a second here. Now i got to see what counts as action, according to Andrea, since we're running sickler rules. According to Andrea. I don't think I have to Google Mad Max for I'm pretty confident that's an action. All it right. Is. Well, if that's the case, if I can't pick one of the best-looking films uh, that I thought counted as action... Give me one of the greatest blockbusters of all time. I'm not talking about Top Gun Maverick. I'm talking about Rage of the Lost Ark, baby. Oh. Okay. I thought you were going to take Avatar. When you said best blockbusters. That's fair. Raiders is way better than Avatar, but that, that would be a good pick. All right, Andrew. So are you picking Raging Bull? <laughs> she doesn't or? pick it. I'm picking it next for drama. So. She hasn't picked it yet. She hasn't picked anything yet. Yeah. Um. Wait, he hasn't went. Did you go? Yeah, I, I picked yeah, Raiders for action. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take it because I'm not going to make that mistake. I figured one of you guys would try to teach me a lesson if I didn't pick it this turn. So I'm going to go Which category? Go ahead. Drama black or and, black and white? Black and white for uh, Raging Bull. Only because Quentin goes on about it all the time and how we need to watch it. I'm just worried I'm going to be let down because I think Rocky is the best boxing movie of all time. Rocky is fantastic. It is incredible. See, my pitch for Raging Bull, Tristan, is Raging Bull is basically Rocky if the main guy was a bad guy. Ah, but Rocky's a good guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's literally, yeah. Ah, I see. I'm going to go ahead and go for Best Cinematography nominee. Um, this is a film that I really like, and of course we needed to get some Quentin Tarantino in this podcast as well. So go ahead and give me Inglorious Bastards. For drama? For best. best cinematography nominee. Oh, best. Best yes. nominee, yeah. I love that movie. It, like, had everything. Like, it was funny. It was dramatic. It was... The best Tarantino film? 
Yeah, it really is. It's probably my favorite by far. All right. So I have two picks here. Once again, worst winner. I'm just going to keep till the end because no one's going to pick that movie for anything positive. I guess Tristan... Oh, no, he can't take it for now because it won. So, yeah, so I will save that for later. Uh, the problem is drama, and I just opened up every drama movie that was nominated for Best Cinematography, and I got to tell you, I could literally pick, like, 20 of these movies. Like, there's so many good movies that are classified as drama that haven't been picked yet and are just visually stunning. Shout-outs to movies like Fargo, which I think is fantastic, Network, which looks fantastic, and there's tons of other modern films like Life of Pi that I think just looks fantastic, including La La Land. But I don't know if any of those can beat Lawrence of Arabia. And maybe I'm trying to be a little cheeky here because maybe this one can purely off of the fact that I don't know if people have seen Lawrence of Arabia. And even though this movie is equally as long, it is fresh on everyone's mind. Give me Oppenheimer. I didn't think I would pick the ones that were currently nominated. Yeah, I didn't think we could pick one's currently nominated either, so I left 2024 alone. <laughs> hmm. Since it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, sounds like some bullshit to yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. Wait, no, it. They no, are nominated. We already took one of Quentin's picks away last time. We can't do it every time. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to keep taking No, let's just keep taking them away. It's just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you promise we'll watch Oppenheimer tonight, Andrea? If I don't, if I don't pick it, we we'll watch double just... feature, Raise your Bullet, Oppenheimer. Yeah. We just watched that one though, like two weeks ago. Double feature, baby. Yeah, Andrew, this is your first time on a podcast since you watched it. Are you pumped for Oppenheimer? Are you on the Oppenheimer bandwagon? I mean, honestly, I thought the first hour was kind of slow, but the second hour was like really where it got me. Just like seeing some of the visual effects and. The cinematography is wonderful. Um, yeah, and I, I really liked it. It was very good. What about the third hour? Yeah, I was going to say, what about the third hour? Oh, wait, it was three hours, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, well, it was three hours. Oh, yeah. Okay, so sorry. I guess the first hour and a half was slow. The second hour and a half was great. <laughs> what did you guys think? <laughs> I think it's been... I'm surprised yeah. you like Dunkirk over Oppenheimer as Nolan film. I think I'm going to my second favorite Nolan film next uh, next to Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah, those are my top two. I I honestly, the more I think about Oppenheimer, the more I think it's his best. But Dark Knight's also just like a nostalgia pick. I love that movie. Honestly, I don't know. Sometimes you just connect with films, and I I can't really explain it. <laughs> and I I don't yeah, know. The, the actors were just really good in the film as well. Barry Keoghan was there, so yep. love that guy. After Saltburn, he was great as well. So shout out to Saltburn. What in Dunkirk? <laughs> what? Yeah, Dunkirk. Yeah. In Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you also got Tom Hardy and Harry Styles. That's pretty good. That's right, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Andrew, I don't know if I told you, but I got you Dunkirk on 4K as well. So if you ever want to watch that while I'm gone, I think I knew I had Dunkirk, which is really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I knew much. I knew how much you liked it. Yeah, she like cried once or twice near the end there. You were loving it. Yeah, I was yeah. loving it. I was living for it. Yeah, she's for a sure. Dunkirk fan. Tristan <laughs> gets two picks left here: best winner and worst nominee. Yeah, yeah. I actually straight up don't know what I'm going to do for best winner. I have three written down. I have already taken two of them, and Quentin took the third one. As far as worst noms go, I have two written down, and they're both still there on the board. I think they're both worse than Assassination of Jesse James. I don't know if either one of them is really worse than Batman Forever. That was a 
That was a real stinker. I didn't see coming. These two I have are either West Side Story 2021, which is there just riding off the coattails of the OG West Side Story and Steven Spielberg's name. Or what, it's probably the worst movie I have written down on this piece of paper, and that's The Tree of Life, which is just an absolute oh. stinker. Just a real, a real stinky turd. <laughs> the issue is some weirdos might think, Oh, but it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and they might not vote for it, because they think it looks pretty, even though it sucks ass. So I'm real torn between those. Um, I'm gonna go Tree of Life. It's just, it's the worst movie. Wait, it, it, wait, what were, did you say Tree of Life? Yeah, yeah. That was on my list as well. I actually do not like that movie. It's terrible. It it's is dumb. so bad. It is not close to being good at all. It is a yeah. garbage film. Uh, I do believe truly it's the worst movie that's ever been nominated for best cinematography. Doesn't have the worst cinematography. That's up to debate. The problem with both your picks, Tristan, that you're between is they both are like praised for their cinematography. Yeah. Like Tree, Tree of Life, Life shouldn't be like praised that. for anything. That movie was <laughs> utterly garbage. West Side Story 2021, sure, fine, whatever. But Tree of Life, hell no. Hell no. Hell was that no. A, was that the Brad Pitt movie? Uh, Tree was, of Life. Was he in? Was he in that movie? He was also in Assassination of Jesse James. He's in both. Well, he that was the worst performance by Brad Pitt. I hated that he played an abusive husband in Tree of Life, so that made it even worse for me. I thought he was good in that. Yeah, I but thought that movie. Nothing in that movie was good. No, that I, movie didn't, was I didn't like his performance at all. It was it's his worst ever. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Tree of Life. I'm I'm with the two of you guys on this. I I think it's very overrated, but yeah. um, but I, think but I do bad. think it looks incredible. So I feel like it's no. uh, it's a tough pick. Um, honestly, I really don't have anything for best winner. Um, something that has to be both Dune and Barry Lyndon, which are both two very different, you know. People who are going to be voting for Dune obviously wouldn't have been voting for Barry Lyndon. Yeah, it's think, very different. So. We're not going to, like, split votes for sure. Yeah, so how am I going to find one that's going to appease both groups, right? One that general population likes, but also real artsy-fartsy. I don't know if I can, but I'm going to do my best and pick Saving Private Rock. That's a good one. Nice. That's a good one. Honestly, I'm really digging how many war films we have on this. <laughs> war films just naturally look really good. Yeah. They do. The wide shots of big battle scenes always yeah. look epic. They look great. Like, I have three war movies on my list alone. Four if you count Mad Max. Uh, I wouldn't, but yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fair enough. I wouldn't either. But, yeah, I think that's just how it works. Like, war films just look great. A lot of them do end up winning as well. Like they're just beloved movies in this category. So yeah, Saving Private Ryan, I actually think could still be both of them. Like I, that's a good pick. No, I, I I'm pretty happy with that being yeah. the last pick for the draft for me and best. I think that's a that's a decent pick. That's a really good pick. I honestly kind of forgot about that movie, but that was a really good pick. Especially everyone knows the one shot of like the initial war sequence at the beginning of the movie. Like it's yeah. known for its cinematography. And that movie's so known it gets spoofed in other films. Yeah. All right, so for mine, worst winner, this was the one that I had starred, and I was hoping I could get at the very end, and I figured I would, because I don't think either of you guys were going to pick this one. If anyone was, it was going to be Andrea, but I don't think Tristan has seen this movie. And the reason why I'm picking it is two reasons. One is I don't think the movie actually looks that great. Like, it looks fine. I don't even know if I would have it in my five nominations for this year. Like, it's not a great-looking movie. But most importantly, I'd say we would touch up on it when we were talking about 1917 and Blade Runner 49. This movie should have been Roger Deakins' first win. Everybody thought he was going to get his first win way back when this film came out, Fargo. 
which is a gorgeous looking movie. It's actually a shame that no one picked it. Maybe Andrew will pick it for drama. We'll see. But it, it, everyone thought that this movie should have won Best Cinematography. It looked great. There was some beautiful shots. Everyone loved it. And it lost to English Patient. I don't know if anyone's going to actually pick this one, but I think it's one of the worst looking movies cinematography wise. It doesn't look great. The English Patient? The English Patient. That was my third option on my worst list because I did not like that movie. Yeah, it's just not even that great of a movie. And it beat out Fargo and Roger Deakins' first win. Everyone thought that this would have been his first. He got two wins later on with 2049 and 1917, but he should have gotten his first way back in 1997. So that, yeah, that's my pick. The, uh, the English patient. Good pick. Yeah, I good feel good pick. about that one. I, uh, I I think that one's like known as like a really bad winner for so this category. The funny thing is I had three films on my list, and they were the three films that got picked for worst. I think that's hilarious. English patient was terrible. I did like the storyline towards the end, how it kind of put everything together. The movie's not bad. It just no. doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. The movie's not bad. I don't mind it. I still can't believe it beat Fargo for Best Picture, but that's, you know, another podcast, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a crazy winner. I can't believe this won Cinematography and Best Picture because it's not that great. But here we are. This is the world we live in. The other two picks I had were Bound for Glory, which no one has heard of, but that's just not a good-looking movie at all, and I can't believe that won. Do you remember that movie? I feel like I watched that with you, right? Yeah, you watched it with me, When I kept going through the list, I was like, what's Bound for Glory? Yeah, but no one's like heard of it. Was it a banjo movie or something where they're traveling on a train? Wasn't there trains in that one? Uh, maybe. Uh, and know. then the other one I had was The Revenant, just because I like, you know, if someone took English Patient, I probably would have picked that one because uh, it's entirely in that one's fine. It looks good, but, you know. Well, really that one looks way better than Mank. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it, the only maybe argument why you like Mank better is because it's black and white. That Hell is the only yeah. argument here. The shots yeah, in Revenant were way better. To be fair, I saw Revenant when it first came out, and I thought it was fine. It probably does look better than I remember. It's It's been a while. And I guarantee you, Mank looks worse than you remember. Yeah, it probably does. I uh, I don't remember if looking Mank good. If Mank wasn't black and white, it would not have been nominated, and I'd die on that hill. Uh, I would agree with that. It would, that movie, to be fair, would look atrocious in color, because it's based on Citizen Kane. Yeah, that would have been a crazy pick. So, yeah, you're right. If it wasn't black and white, it would have not looked good at all. All right, Andrew, you have drama. Are you uh picking The Revenant or Fargo? <laughs> Well, now that you've brought up Fargo, I kind of want to pick it, but I'm going to go ahead and pass because my favorite thing about this is I got to pick like some of my favorite movies from my favorite directors, and I felt like if I didn't pick this movie, I'd be doing the actors in this movie and the director a dishonorable favor. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead, even though I don't even really know how many people have seen this movie. I just know it is beautiful. It is wonderful. Absolutely adore Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Dano. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson is an awesome director. So I'm going to go with There Will Be Blood. That's a good one. Yeah, I love it. It's a great movie. I haven't seen that one. You haven't? I have not. Dang, I feel like that's like Tristan's catchphrase this podcast. I haven't seen a lot of these movies, no. But actually, Andrew's taken two from 2007. Both There Will Be Blood and Assassination of Jesse James. Yeah, should, should pick No Country for Old Men as well, you know? That yeah. was on my list. I really wanted to pick that one too. Could have, could have had the trifecta, you know? That was yeah, in I my drama section. three of the 2007 nominees. Yeah, exactly. 
So that is the draft here. Uh, how about we each go through our nominations here to remind everyone what we had. My picks are Barry Lyndon for Best Winner, English Patient for Worst Winner, Grand Budapest Hotel for Nominee, Batman Forever for Worst Nominee, Citizen Kane for Classic, Blade Runner 2049 for Modern, Raiders of the Lost Ark for Action, Oppenheimer for Drama, and Schindler's List for Black and White. Okay. All right, and mine for drama was There Will Be Blood. Uh, for Best Cinematography winner, I picked Dune. For classic, I picked 12 Angry Men. For Worst Cinematography nominee, I picked The Assassination of Jesse James. Uh, for action, I picked Dunkirk. For Worst Cinematography winner, I picked Gandhi. For modern film, I picked Black Swan. And... Best Cinematography nominee, I picked Inglorious Bastards, and Black and White Film, I picked Raging Bull. Yeah, so for me, for Best Winner, I picked Saving Private Ryan. For best, for Worst Winner, I picked Mank. For Best Nom, I got The Dark Knight. Worst Nom, The Tree of Life. Modern, I got 1917. Uh, classic, Apocalypse Now. Drama, Lawrence of Arabia. Action, Mad Max, Fury Road, and Black and White, I got Psycho. All right, so how are you guys feeling before we wrap it up here? You guys feeling pretty good for this draft? I do. I think, like, look, as far as like, good movies, I got all the best movies. You know, Dark Knight, Stay of Private Ryan, Mad Max. I got, I got the best ones here, besides the, the, the bad ones, of course, like Main Country of Life, which was supposed to be bad. I think, uh, I think I'm going to sweep this one, guys. Yeah, I, I think Tristan's got three locks. I think the rest, you know, I, I know. I think I can catch up. I, I think Tristan's got three locks. And out of nine, that, that's a pretty good amount. So Is that classic drama in action? No, I was thinking best non-classic action. I think those are the three you're winning. For sure. Yeah, I think classic and action are for sure locks for me. Yeah. But yeah I think and, you and got Dark Knight will win. I think sure. Dark Knight will win. And, uh, yeah. and so, modern. Yeah, so yeah, I think Tristan's got three locks and, you know. Yeah, you could definitely still win with Lawrence of Arabia and Stephen Private Ryan. So yeah, I think just looked pretty good. But, you know, I think I got a pretty good list. I'm pretty happy. Uh, if only I had Raging Bull, but we're going to watch it tonight. So that's okay with me. Yeah, I think I did pretty bad this podcast, unfortunately. Um, I just didn't give myself enough time to go through everything. Um, and, like, and obviously people stole, like, took the movies I wanted as well. So, yeah. I think you got a good list. Yeah, you gotta go, I just feel like a lot of her best movies are going up against other really shit picks. Right? Like, Rage and yeah. Bolt's a really great pick, but Shinzo's list is a juggernaut. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Shindler's point. You look at each one, and, like, she's against, like, Dunkirk's an incredible, has incredible cinematography, right? but against Mad Max, like, that's tough. Like, your best are against, like, someone else's best. So, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, all of her picks are good. She's just running into really, like, 12 Year Man, great pick, but Apocalypse Now, I don't, I don't know. I think with 12 Angry Men, people just maybe haven't seen it. That's the other thing. Yeah. Well, that and now for like old classic movies, there's both Citizen Kane and Twelve Angry Men on. But you gotta think it's gonna be split. I would think it would be split in votes, right? Probably. Also, Apocalypse True. Now is just that well known. True. But yeah, like Raging Bull and Glorious Bastards, Dunkirk. Like you got really good picks, but you're against like Dark Knight, Schindler's List, and Mad Max. So like you're th- yeah, like, you, you have three really strong ones that are against like really strong. But you got Dune. Like like like, like you got a couple. And Dune's an interesting one. Yeah, I can see very well. Dune and, and a uh, even like. Dunkirk's going to be a tough one as well, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, Dune and Oppenheimer are purely going off of, have they seen the other competitors, you know? <laughs> like, everyone's yeah. seen Dune and Oppenheimer, but, you know, so are they going to vote for that? That's the question. Mm-hmm. 
True. True, true. I guess so it will be kind of interesting to see how the polls go this time. So that is everything for... Do we want to do, do like an honorable mention since we're doing the Oscars? Sure, yeah. Do you got some honorable mentions? Children of Men, The Green Knight, Mulholland Drive, No Country for Old Men, Atonement is one I really like, and Midsummer. Well, Midsummer was nominated for Best... No, I think she's just Bobby. shouting out random movies. Oh, wait, oh, it wasn't okay. nominated? No, Midsummer was oh, No, but it deserved to be. Take that out. It should like, have been. It should have been, but there's no shot the Oscars nominated a horror movie. It would movie. never be nominated. Just no. kidding, just be. kidding. I'm pretty sure the rest were nominated, though, actually. I think so. That one just kind of stuck out to me, yeah. Yeah. That one. And then uh, Avatar, Inception, and Life of Pi. Yeah, Life of Pi I really wanted to sneak somewhere. I did, too. I just didn't know what to do because I didn't think it would win. <laughs> I was going to pick it for drama just as, like, my last pick just because I, I love the look of that movie. I think it's one of the best-looking movies ever. Uh, but then I saw Oppenheimer. I thought, you know, I'll get a little cheeky. That that, that might that might snag the wind. Yeah. See, I had Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring picked for modern. And then I realized that those were both before 2010, so they don't count. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't pick those. Yeah. Birdman written down for modern as well, but I just had to go with the other one shot of 19. Yeah, yeah, I think, that's a, more that I think that's a better pick, yeah. I do yeah. too. But my thing is, I was afraid people wouldn't have heard of them. So I had The Third Man, All About Eve, and Rear Window. Oh, which yeah, are those all are good, good picks, yeah. All About Eve. That's fantastic cinematography. I was, I was thinking of that one, but. It's just not on the same caliber as, like, the list we have here, right? We got I a good list. I think people wouldn't have heard of it, and I love All About Eve. It's one of my favorites, but yeah. I couldn't go with it. I also had Roma on my list as well for Black and That's White. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That was on my short list. Like, it was good, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't excited to pick it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't want to pick Roma's another yeah, example of, like, that. a movie I don't love, but the cinematography is the best part of it. Like, it's kind of on that same wavelength as Tree of Life and Assassination of Jesse James, where it just looks really good. So, like, I think I think it's a good nom, but, yeah. No, I think it's well, good. for Tree of Life, everything else absolutely sucks. At least they turned the camera on. So, you know, you can probably do that. Sure, cinematography's the best part, but it's not saying much. Yeah, yeah the bar is low, right, Trist? The bar is so... It's on the floor. It's on, All the, right. floor. on the floor. Oh, yeah, you might trip. All right, well, that's everything for this podcast. We all oh, got. Oh, wait, I have one more shout out. Oh, my God. <laughs> the right. favorite. There's a good one. Which one? Yes. <laughs> I'm done. Are you done? No more shout outs. I'm good. <laughs> all right. So I think the podcast is over. I'll check with Andrew. You got no, another movie more shout out? I'm just kidding. It's, it's good to go. Do you want to shout out Paddington 2 or. <laughs> Power that of the is dog. good one though. Talk <laughs> cinematography. Nomadland. Nomad, yeah, 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 Nomadland. Yeah. All right. So that's everything for the podcast. I think we all got some pretty good picks here, and we're now going to watch Raging Bull. So I, I call that a double win for me. But you know, until next time, have a fantastic day, guys. Bye.